In the name of the Father and Son of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. You know what the greatest things about living out here, by the way? And it never gets old. You know, when, you, when we're all going to Reno, we all do our errands in Reno, don't we? So we head out to Reno, and we get to Bexworth Pass, and then you know how the road just starts heading down, and the view just opens up on us. It never gets old. It never gets old. I love it. Because what I think about when, when that, that expanse opens up, I immediately think of Jesus all the time. I always think of Jesus. And that's the whole point of, as we began this holy season of Lent, and as your foreheads are marked today. And if anybody asks you outside of this, why is your forehead marked? Well, it's because, remember, when Jesus first began his public ministry, the first thing he did, after he was baptized by the Jordan River, he goes out, it says in Scripture, into the desert for 40 days. That's why Lent is 40 days. And we mark our foreheads because essentially what we're saying is that we're entering into the desert with Jesus. And the pain and the suffering that that endures. And we mark our foreheads. Why? And so if someone asks you today after Mass or after the Liturgy of the Word in the ashes, they ask you, why? Why is your forehead marked? You, st- you tell them. It's because one day we're going to die. I'm going to be dead one day. And we're going to stand before judgment before God and we're going to take account for our lives. And so the ashes remembrance, you're going to die one day. Get ready. And so this period of Lent, of journeying into the desert with Jesus, where we're praying, we're fasting, we're, we're giving more charity, more almsgiving, all of that, it's an attempt to strip away all of the distractions that accumulates in our lives. We all, we all get distracted. We all get barnacles as we move through life. And so what Lent is, Lent, and, go, and, and then again, Jesus does, does this model for us. We go out into the desert. And what's in the desert? Nothing. All of our distractions are gone. There's no food out in the desert unless you're eating dirt and sagebrush. Maybe a little salt and pepper. I mean, won't be too bad, huh? But it's cold. It's windy. It's, all of our toys are gone in the desert. We don't have anything to distract us with. And so the heart of Lent it is to strip everything away and to be with Jesus and to focus on what really matters. Pope Francis, on this day, he's asking the church to flex her spiritual muscle in a very particular way. Because Ash Wednesday, along with every Friday's Lent, are days of fasting. And so he's asking all Catholics throughout the world on this day to offer your fasting today for the intentions in Ukraine. If you've been following the news, you know it's a, it's a, it's a sad, my, my, my heart is heavy when I, whenever I watch the news and, and I'm hearing about the, this war under, uh, ongoing over there. And the heartache and the people dying and, and, and just the, the viciousness of that war entails. And so Pope Francis is asking all Catholics throughout the world is to fast and pray. So part of that effort today, and I want to invite you, if, if you haven't already, maybe continue today if you, if you ate something already. But today I want to do the bread and water fast. Nothing but bread and water today. Nothing. I want to feel that pain and that hunger. And, and, and when I smell that, that muffin, I'm like, oh, I want to eat a muffin. But like, you smell something going like, no. I want to offer this pain and the, the suffering for the people of Ukraine. That's our spiritual weapon. Oh, I've been watching the news, too, and uh, I was watching the, the head patriarch. The patriarch is a bishop. Because 
Ukraine is pretty, there's a good section of them that are devoutly Catholic. And the bishop told his priests last Sunday, he says, it was the first Sunday during the siege. He says, I want you to go out into the dungeons. Go to our people because they're under curfew. They're not allowed on the streets. And the bishop said, you priests, go to them. Celebrate mass in the bomb shelters. Go to the subway stations. Go to the basements. I want you going around offering mass for the people. Go to them. And I see this, and I'm watching this news, and I'm seeing these beautiful photos of priests surrounded in concrete bunkers, offering the Holy Mass, families, little kids, hands clasped in prayer, just praying, watching the priests. And here they are, again, under siege, and I'm, and I'm watching the news, and I'm in my living room in my pajamas, watching Netflix. I got a, got a steak grilling on the, on the oven. I'm like, man, I got to do something. My brothers and people are dying over there. What can I do? We can fast. Fasting is a powerful spiritual weapon given to us by Jesus Christ himself. June 7th, 1099. The first crusade is underway. When they left France, they were in the first crusade, they were numbered about 40,000 Catholic knights. 40,000. By the time they get to, to the gates of Jerusalem, only 12,000 remained. From 40,000 to 12,000. Before the battle, on the eve of battle, during the first crusade, you know what our Catholic knights did? The men took off their shoes and they had a religious procession around the gates, around those city walls of Jerusalem. They fasted and prayed. These mighty knights who literally walked from France to Jerusalem. And on the eve of battle, they walked around the city walls and they fasted and they prayed, begging God to give them the strength to win the battle. Because they had, they had were decimated from 40,000 to 12,000. October 7th, 1571. We've talked about this. In fact, our parish's name, our, our mission is named after this victory. 1571. We were able to cobble a, an alliance of, between Catholic nations, the remaining Catholic nations. Europe was tearing itself apart during the Protestant Reformation. By this point, England had become Protestant as well. And the king of England, Henry VIII, would have loved for the Ottomans to defeat the Pope because it meant to solidify his power. Europe was fractured. Our final stand against the Ottoman Empire, which was encroaching, and they, were, they kept kicking our butts, the Ottoman Empire. They kept marching and marching and marching. And the final stand now was this fleet headed by a man named Don John of Austria. Again, you won't hear this. If you go to public school, you won't hear this history, by the way. You might get a little blurb, a little blurb. But this battle, if we had lost, again, other historians will say the same thing. If we had lost this battle, our entire civilization would have been wiped out. Because then if we lost this battle, the Ottomans would have conquered Hungary. They would have conquered Italy. And they would have kept on moving. And, and again, remember, Europe was fractured by this point. Because again, the Protestant Reformation has split Europe up and we're, we're fighting amongst ourselves. And every, every, every enemy knows divide and conquer. And Europe was divided. This was the last army in its way. Pope Urban II 
knowing what was hanging in the balance, you know what he asked all of Catholic Europe to do? Fast. Fast and pray the Holy Rosary. We're outgunned. We're outnumbered. The Ottomans have the momentum. Our Catholic knights now on ships, it was a naval battle, are heading towards them. Don John of Austria, as he's going into battle, is dancing on the ship's bow. When the other soldiers see Don John of Austria, he was only about in the mid-20s. He's probably like a 25-year-old kid. And he's dancing on the bow of the ship, confident, knowing the odds are against him. We won that battle. Saved Christian Europe. You and I exist today because those knights in 1571 won that battle. Because England would have been wiped out as well. They would have kept on going. And our strongest weapon was fasting. Our Holy Father is calling upon that same spiritual muscle now to fast for the people in Ukraine. Join me in your fast, in my in fasting. Whether it's a bread and water fast, whether it's other levels of fast, there's different levels of fasting we can do. But today, I want you to be uncomfortable. I want you to offer your pain for our brothers and sisters in Ukraine. And we're ever going to pray for Vladimir Putin. We're going to ask God to beg him change his heart, stop this war. Because the longer the war goes on, we know more lives will be shattered. And so the Catholic Church now will flex her spiritual muscle once more. And we'll offer our suffering for them. And as we begin this journey into the desert with Jesus, we beg him now to help for our faith to increase and our love to set aflame. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.